What's up, daddies? I hope you're enjoying a lovely Thursday, whether it be the morning or the afternoon when you're enjoying this, uh, ready to kick it off and get you ready for the weekend. Uh, I hope you also enjoyed last week's spectacular two-part episode. If you have not enjoyed that yet, well, get on it. You don't have to listen to it before you can enjoy this one, though. How many times have I instead enjoyed today, Brooks? Five? Five. Yeah, five. Well, it's because my brain's not turned on. It's only 11.17 in the a.m., and it doesn't start ticking until around 2. Uh, I also wanted to remind you that if you are a Michigan State or an, an, a uh, University of Michigan fan, I've got East Lansing and Ann Arbor shirts available for March Madness. Uh, they probably won't make it to you in time for the beginning of the tournament. But if your team goes out, that's your fucking problem. Also, there's a brand new Cold Ones is my business tee. There's also two versions in different colors of the new Pain Don't Hurt t-shirts. Those fucking rule. And my favorite is the new Tiger T, which is fantastic. Also, if you're not a member of the uh, Patreon.com Power Moves with Mike Burns, uh, Chapter 7 of Power Moves book, Part 1 is up, and it is arguably my favorite uh, 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 chapter of, of the entire book thus far. And Part 2 will be up by the week's end. There! Business is done! Live from Los Angeles! Woo! California, you're listening to Power Moves, Daddy. Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves, ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now he lied with no clasp. Blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. Just all American dudes out making power moves. Yeah. And we're back. Thank you, Rich O'Toole. Once again, I never get tired of the theme song. I don't think a lot of people do. Uh, no, it's, it's just it's, it's a perfect it's a perfect positive. Hey. Sometimes shit's not going great it's from the perception you, of the rest of the world, but in in the in that song, he's really saying. He's so talk, I'm trying to break down the song. It's a great song. Yeah, just talking talk, at that. It's a perfect song. Yeah, you know what? I just I, I like to get the mouth going. I like to get the mouth going, okay. Brooks. Otherwise, I'm going to have like 55 stutters All in the right. first. I'm beginning. just saying it's a great song. It's fantastic. Just saying it's it's just a lot of nods to Carl. Great. It's, one, it's wonderful. Um, then thanks again, Rich. I mean, it was a wonderful thing that he did that for us. Uh, we got to get rolling on this because we got a lot of stuff to cover. Okay. I'm mad right now, real quick, with one thing. Fucking, uh, somebody said, like, uh, I'm mad at the term. So your upper, mouth's not ready yet. Yeah, but I'm angry. I have a point. I'm mad at the term upper middle class. Okay. If you claim you're, you're from. coming in hot with this right away. If you claim you're like, I grew up upper middle class. You grew up rich as fuck. <laughs> you didn't grow up. You grew up a rich kid. That's not upper middle, upper middle class. Right. I thought, I thought I was middle class. Uh -huh. Like I really did. I guess we were poor. Yeah. Compared. Cause uh, I guess the middle class is rich. Right. And the upper middle class is rich as fuck. No one just wants to be like, I'm rich as fuck. Yeah. We, we, we consider ourselves middle class for sure. My mom was a teacher. Yeah, but, and my dad was like a banker. And before that, he was a teacher. He had to quit teaching to we, be a banker because he was so 
you know, not making enough cash. Dude, and absolutely totally middle class for the Midwest. But then you got these fucks on the on the East Coast in Boston being like, yeah, we're upper middle class. My parents paid for me to go to fucking Yale. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not upper middle that's class. That's upper You're class. You're rich. You're we're just rich. Rich as fuck. Yeah. I just get mad, like, realize, like, when people are like, we weren't that rich. You have two homes. You're rich as fuck. I also don't like the term upper class. I like the term just rich. Yeah, upper rich. class makes you sound like you're, well, we're a little bit better than everyone else. Uh, we're a little classier. You know, they're like low class people or middle class people. You know, they're not complete trash, but uh, like, you know, we're the upper crust of society. And also, no, you have more money, you piece of shit. Uh, also, upper class people. The people who made the money to get out to upper class, those are hardworking people. Then their offspring are dumb as fuck always. Oh, like I would say always. I dated a girl one time. And to clarify, if you're not familiar, this is stemming from all of the university controversy from the yeah. the the upper class actors who paid a bunch of money for their dipshit kids to I get into a fucking. I just school. dated a girl one time whose grandpa made like a fucking half a billion dollars, and then so her mom didn't work, and then her mom was a fucking idiot, thus translating to her being even crazier. Just like, yeah, just paid her way out of everything. Like it was mm-hmm. nuts. If you if you have if you didn't earn being rich, you're definitely not listening to this show. Uh, and also, go fuck yourself. I don't understand the whole like paying money to these like rich like good looking kids to go to USC and dropping like half a million dollars just to get them into the university. Also, USC's not hard to get well, into. My point is is that. Essentially, you're paying a half mil to get your kid out of the house for four years so they can fuck their brains out, do drugs, and learn about how uh, how to abuse alcohol. Like, that's so fucking I, stupid. Also, USC is not a good... It's, it's a fine school. It's fine. It's, it's fine like, school. It, it, but yeah, you don't have to be a goddamn genius to get into it. It'd be it. like if someone told me they had to bribe someone to get into Iowa. And I right. went to Iowa, and sure. I love Iowa, but I'm like, it's not. Why wouldn't you go to a better school? Right. If you're going to bribe, it better be like Brown or yeah, something. Go to fucking Stanford. <laughs> yeah. Like no one's bribing anyone to, to get into Michigan State University. That's called, you know, have a B average in high school and play some sports, be a well-rounded person. Yeah. It's not that fucking hard. That just shows how probably lazy as fuck these kids are and did how you, just dumb as shit well, they are. Did you see the because one? their parents probably spoiled them and they went through 55 divorces and what yeah, have you. Yeah, no, 100%. Did you see the one idiot, uh, Aunt Becky's daughter, <laughs> who got recruited. They were like, well, you're too dumb to for get crew. in. Not even for crew. Do you know what part of crew? No. To be the coxswain. No, no. She got a scholarship <laughs> the to bullhorn. be the one that the sits guy. on the edge and goes, bro, bro. It literally was like, what's the only... What's the only thing you can do in sports that requires nothing? And I'm sure that does require something, but something, but like but not a skill set. No, it's not a skill. Set. You sit the on same a boat, as the other members you of the sit crew on a boat team. and yell. And so that's what she's like. I want a scholarship to be a coxswain. And then she fake faked some photos of her on a rowing machine at like a hotel. <laughs> so they could be like, yeah, she rose. That's like uh, bribing your kid onto the band so that they can play cowbell. You know, like, yes, it takes yeah. some bit of skill oh, to keep rhythm and time yes. with the cowbell. Oh, I wish but you, wish it, thought about that yesterday. It's great. Job. Does not mean that um, you have the same skill set as the saxophone player. Mm-hmm. Also, I, uh, well, I tweeted yesterday. I was like, you want your, your rich kid to go out into the world and, uh, and learn about it. And that's essentially the, the whole purpose of going to a four year university. If they're already fucking rich and they've been sheltered in Beverly Hills for their whole life, 
Make him go work at a night shift at a fucking Sunoco station for four years. You'll learn yeah. and appreciate the things that you have. Just, and then you can come back and be, you know, lazy and rich and do whatever the fuck you want. Maybe you'll uh, look into some philanthropy. Uh, I don't know, man. That yeah. you wouldn't have if you had to deal with nighttime gas station people. I'm just annoyed with being like, I'm in the upper middle class. No, you're not. You're rich as fuck. Shut up. Let's roll into it with trying to do my thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Brooks, uh, this is very simple. Uh, just a quick plug that I'm not paid for. These Cheez-It snapped crackers, Brooks. Oh, I don't need to know about this. They sound delicious. Man, you got to sour. It's cheddar and sour cream. Mm -hmm. It's like a combination of Cheez-Its. And sour cream and cheddar ruffles. This sounds so good. It's the exact combination of those two things. And I'm not exaggerating, Brooks, because I know you love a snack cracker. Oh, I'm a snack cracker. They head. come in a bag. I, that's why I only have almonds in here. I hate them. I'm on my second bag of the week. Yeah. I can't stop. I can't stop. Won't stop. They're covered in delicious flavor coating. That sounds great. And they, and they go down so smooth. They're so light and buttery. Anywho, I got a new couch delivered on Monday, Brooks. Very exciting. Uh, and it, you know, the, I was excited because it was getting delivered and I figured the two guys are going to come in with a dolly and roll up to my front door no. and deliver the fucking couch. No, your couch the, fucked. The guy comes down and comes to my door and says, well, we, we can only bring it so far into your apartment complex um, and it, we don't know if it'll fit onto the elevator and i'm like well let's go measure it and see because i had some furniture that i moved in that i didn't think would fit right but then I, I i got it on there with some some angles and whatnot these guys don't want to help they don't want to help they want to fucking leave yeah so they bring it all the way down to to buy the elevator we figure out that it will not fit okay and then they tell me i'm like well can't you guys just bring it up the stairs you know because you're delivery men and mm -hmm. this guy tells me that it will cost $25 for every seven steps that they have to go up. Wow. Where are these guys? Delivering? And I, I do the math. I'm like, that's going to be like $300 for 15 minutes of your time. Yeah. And, and he shows me in the, in the contract. He's like, see, it's, it's a policy. And I'm like, I just stare at him for like 30 seconds. Just like, you're just going to, it's a, it's a big fucking couch, man. And it's in a box. Yeah. And it's just sitting there. Well, you can't just have like Vince come over or something. Well, that's what happens is I, I call up a uh, Vince. Vince is downtown recording. Um, uh, we watch wrestling. And uh, so I call up the pop man and pop man was generous enough to help me move in. In the first place, pop man is a professional mover. He's had I some come experience. Over. I was just, I was just over here. Well, you would have been down. You would have been down the list Brooks, but I know you're a busy man. You got auditions and things. I wasn't busy yesterday. I, my thing we'll hear about. Well, uh, to be fair, Brooks, Pop man is a professional yeah. and this needed a professional's touch. Cause we had to tear this some bitch out of the fucking box. The box must've weighed 50 pounds, adding that weight to the couch. And then we had to do like a real friends pivot pivot up yeah. the stairs. You lived in New York. You know what a, you know what a bastard that is trying to do I that picked, shit. I picked the second floor because I was like, I ain't doing this. This ever. is third floor, Yeah, but it's also a brand new couch, not a used couch that Melissa just bought. If I oh. rip this thing, I have to leave. Yeah. I have to run away and never come back. Oh boy. So we, we fight it up the stairs. It, it, it turns out all good. And, um, uh, have a new couch, which is weird. New okay. couches need to get broken in a little stiff. Yeah. A little stiff right away. You know, you, I buy, mean, you buy something quality. It's, it's, it's going to take a few weeks before you get your butt grooves going. I'm excited about it. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's a nice teal Brooks. You'll dig it. 
mid-century modern. Very excited about it. That sounds great. Um, uh, before that, I was I had made a nest on the floor, so I was I was uh, I had a bunch of blankets and pillows, and because the camping chair that I was sitting in that was fun for like four days. Yeah, but you know at night, like later in night that night after you do some weed or whatnot. After yes, yeah, you you just can't sit there in a camping chair, <laughs> and I was like, this has to stop, and, and now it has because. Because of the couch. Got a new couch, baby. Uh, you should have taken a photo of the nest. I did. It's on uh, Power Moves podcast. Oh, wow. I took it. I woke up on the floor because Melissa just left me there like Saturday night. Uh-huh. And I took it at like six in the morning and posted it. And she saw it the next day. She was like, you're still rocking at 6 a.m. I'm like, you left me down here. I fell asleep. Oh, my gosh. Sounds like you guys are getting sounds like a sounds like a, a blissful family. Oh, it's, it's, fantastic. Uh, fantastic. Well, that's great. Well, my thing is I'm still feeling my thing. Uh I didn't, I'm trying to get fit, so I quit drinking, like, ex- to excess, I guess, and so switched to weed, like you do. Mm-hmm. And Smart. I ate a weed gummy yesterday, then went on a hike, and it was great, and it was fun, it was just like five milligrams, and then I got back, and I was chilling, and then I went for a run, even, and then Gabrielle went to work, and then I was like, you know what, I'm bored, let's eat three gummies. Mm-hmm. And um, you, I am still. You want to make sure you're high enough. Yeah, otherwise, like, you could wait like two hours, and like, it's not enough. You're like, eh. yeah, I didn't feel anything from the one, and then, um, and then I just watched Game of Thrones for like three hours when I could be like reading or doing. So- I could know. be reading. I'm, I'm reading a book right now. I just felt yeah, dumb. I still you can't feel always be reading. I feel dumb. I just, I'm still like a little like uh, groggy right now. Well, you you left out the best part of the story, Brooks. Oh, yeah. So I hiked four miles and ran three miles, then got stoned and ate two pot pies. Two. Like two. F- like like a like a Michelinas or a banquet? Like a nice one from Trader Joe's. That, like, a meal, like one for each person if you're feeling lazy. Right. I ate both. So many calories. 1,600. Like, how much fat? 1,600. I, dude. Probably like 37 grams. More. I don't know. It was insane. I, <laughs> I canceled out literally everything I was doing. I would have been better to go out and drink fucking 10 beers. I mean that's except. I'll tell you what I did on Monday. I went to I went and had a couple beers with 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 Vince and Pop and Gnarly, uh, and uh, and I left at like nine. I, I wasn't ripped up, but I was hungry from the couch move. And I went to Del Taco and did one of the. I got eleven dollars worth. Do you eleven dollars of Del Taco? That's a lot. It was a sack, and I bought brought it home, and and I did smoke a little dope at the at the bar, mm-hmm. um, and then I brought it home, and Melissa's like. Thought I was just trashed when I dumped this out. I'm like, it was, here's the receipt. Sure. It was fun to order. I couldn't yeah, stop ordering. I oh, I guess my other, my other thing that isn't just us being scumbags <laughs> was uh, I did a f- great weekend of shows in Bloomington, Indiana. And that's where Jason Molina is from, the mm-hmm. dude behind Songs of High Magnolia Electric Company. And I walk into the record shop. Isn't there he called- the, the star of Aquaman? No, that's Jason Momoa. Jason Molina <laughs> killed himself. Uh, but uh, so I walk into this landlocked records. It's a great record shop, a dope record shop, college town record shop. Fantastic. Two, the two guys working there were basically. Those are a dream. Yeah. But the guys working there were the comic book store guy, you know, like, oh. what do you want? And I was like, do you guys have like a gym? <laughs> I, I went in and I was like, I Old must, man. <laughs> I must have been like asked the question you don't ask there. I was like, do you guys have a Jason Molina section? Because it's Bloomington. That's where yeah. he lived. Yeah. That's where he recorded. And they were just like, oh, my God. Fuck another fucking guy 
comes in asking about they're like it's like I guess I went to Liverpool and was like do you guys sell any Beatles stuff obviously if enough people are asking for this you should have the stock because you run a store and you're going to want to sell these things they did they had a section and it was great I I bought uh, three records it's like in high fidelity high fidelity yeah I just annoyed the guys and then I was like and then I asked him, I was like, do you guys, do any pushback on like, you still selling Michael Jackson records? And they pretended to not know what I was talking about. I was like, they just want me out of here. <laughs> here's, a, here's a question for you, Brooks. Is it still okay to listen to the Jackson 5? Because, you know, he didn't do well, anything. Well, they're all He's being abused kid. at that time, yeah. Right, he didn't do anything then. No, he's being done too. Right. Okay, yeah. You can listen to the Jackson 5 because I think that that gets like spread out. Yeah, and there's plenty of that. So just... You know, you can just let all the new Michael Jackson go. You can still enjoy ABC. No big deal. I think that's fair. It's tough to be like, I never even liked him in the first place. That's stupid. Because we all did. I mean, no, no. some people like, beat it sucks. Like, no, it doesn't. It's got yeah. Eddie Van Halen on it, that's and it's awesome. a fucking amazing song. Oh, dude, did you see that? A little tainted now. Did though. you see that Donahue? Maybe I'll just listen to the Eddie Van Halen part. Did you see that Donahue where Two Live Crew comes out and plays? Yes. And open by sampling Van Halen into Guns N' Roses? Yeah. It's the best thing ever. Yeah, you can, I mean, right, sorry. That's, a, that's, a, that's a commonly known Two Live Crew song, Brooks. Um, <laughs> you can check that out. Here's another thing you should check out. And I Two Live Crew plays The Fuck Shop on Donahue. Yeah. In its entirety. It's amazing. <laughs> Type in Two Life Crew Donahue. It's amazing. It is it is amazing. Just shocking. It's, sho- it's a Donahue crowd crowd. It's like my mom's and he, there. Yeah. And he's like I'm gonna cover you income, and like it just cut away <laughs> to an old lady. Be Two like, Life Crew. There. That's all. Those guys were way too horny. They, they, they should have been put down. Way were, too horny. Well, they even talk about it. I believe they famously said, "Me so horny." R.I.P. Fresh Kid Ice. Um, my favorite fucking thing on the internet right now is Joe DeRosa's hard bod pod. Um, you sent me that video. It was mind blowing. He hadn't done one in a while. You can look it up on Instagram and I beg you if you're on Instagram to go and enjoy Joe DeRosa's hard bod pod. Not only a good friend, but a fucking very, very, very talented comedian, but hard bod pod might be his magnum opus hard underscore bod underscore pod. Um, he hadn't done one in a while, and he let me shoot one on Friday where he pops his jersey off in a fucking bar and just goes off like a goddamn pro, like turning on a light switch. He's like, start the camera, and oh, boy. Uh, I think you can see that on my actual uh, Pizza Nacho 69 Instagram. It's funny. Yeah, you sent it to me. And then you, when you told me what bar was at, it's not a wild bar. No, no, no. It it's was just a, a mellow bar. We were just having a couple casual beers. And at, then at someone's Trophy shirt, Life, it comes Trophy off? Life. His shirt comes off. He doesn't yeah. even think twice, man. And, and he starts fucking rocking it. it. It's goddamn hilarious. I have an update from Big Toilet. Because last week we talked about how Big Toilet. Oh, yeah, he broke the toilet. How Big Toilet um, was on vacation in Vermont for a snowmobiling trip in an Airbnb. And he uh, destroyed a toilet. I put up the photo on the Power Moves Instagram, Power Moves podcast. And uh, Big Toilet destroyed this toilet. I didn't know why or how. So here's what happened. Big Toilet doesn't know why he was doing this, but he said sometimes he does. He sat down in the toilet and just fell asleep. Yeah. Not to poop. Huh? Not to poop, Brooks. Mm. Sometimes he, 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 he just likes to sit on the toilet when he's all fucked up. And this is like a guy with two handles of fucking rum in him. Oh, my God. Um, he gets up just like Carl Welzine does. Mm. His legs are all half asleep and he's all groggy. 
and he's a big boy. So when he goes to stand up, he rocks a little bit and crashes back down, destroying the toilet tank. The water goes everywhere. And I mean, it's gushing out. And there's another guy on this trip that's sleeping on a couch in the living room downstairs. Oh, no. And the water starts gushing down through a light fixture oh, no. and oh. pouring on this guy's head. Oh, Toil- toilet water. <laughs> and this is a quote from Toilet. Not sure why I was even on the toilet. Didn't even poop. And then I'm like, we're all, we're all berating him. Like, hey, man, what about the ceiling damage to, and the structural damage to this house from a huge water fucking problem? And his only response was, it dried, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like it dried. But inside, oh, man, Big Toilet is the gift that keeps on giving. Brooks, let's get into power news. You can use. Sounds great. A lot of good stuff. Last week, there was so much stuff. We had to do two episodes. This week, there was so much stuff. Uh, We can't do a a big fucking long double episode every week. No. But there was enough shit again. And I think that America is just really off the rails right now. Yeah. Well, I mean. To our our benefit. Trump saying the whole, he called Tim Cook, Tim Apple to save time is the funniest. It's, It's a perfect example. It's a very small example, but. People just getting dumb, man. It's just maybe like, it's the weed. Call, maybe it's call, too many weed gummies. I, they were all behaving like me last night. Where I was <laughs> like, "Here's the here's the good thing about getting that stoned. I couldn't. Um, I wanted to get the pizza. I wanted to get the the pizza, the pretzel pizza, so I could talk about it. But you they have don't to deliver. Go, you they have to deliver. go get it, and it's yeah. not on Postmates. Yeah, that's the problem. So uh, I had to uh, make some pot pies. I didn't know I had in the freezer. This one is super rad. Woman guzzles down six pack of beer inside Target dressing room, steals $200 in merchandise, cops say. I suspect this is something I can picture like any one of our real fuck, fucko friends doing, or us when we're in our early 20s. Us, early 20s? Early I'd 20s, say 17, 18. Uh, I don't need to steal beer. It's, not, it's the fun of drinking a beer in a dressing room. That sounds fun if you're 22 years old. If you slam a sixer in the dressing room, it's pretty funny. Pretty funny. A suspected shoplifter was arrested Saturday after allegedly stealing a six-pack of beer, guzzling it down inside a Target dressing room, and then walking out of the store with 200 bucks in unpaid merch. Police in Lathrop, California, say Alicia Johnson walked into a local Target and filled a shopping cart with clothing and a six-pack of Stella Artois. And that's why it made me think, of, I was like, yeah, you would take Stella. That you could, that's really smooth. You can you, really you, rip those. You can rip Stella. And they're only 11.2 ounces instead of 12. Yeah. If you didn't know that, uh, Stella is shorting you your, on your brewskis. She then locked herself inside one of the dressing rooms and spent more than an hour drinking the six-pack. She's in there for a fucking hour. After consuming the six beers, Johnson exited the store without paying for any of the items, and she had over $200 worth of items in her possession. Um, Target loss prevention detained her until police arrived, uh, and she also had three outstanding warrants. Big surprise. Good petty theft, Petty theft battery and resisting, obstructing, or delaying a peace officer. She's held on $60,000 bail. That's, yeah. That is like... I mean, in an hour, you could rip six Stellas in a dressing room if you had to get the job done. In an hour? Yeah. Wait, it took her an hour? Yeah. I could do that 15 minutes. Right. They go down smooth is what I'm saying. I could drink six Stellas in 10 minutes. Maybe she had to stash the other merchandise. Like she was was sipping brews and then getting her work done. Her work is stealing stuff. Maybe. Okay. St. Patrick's Day is this weekend. Maybe Mm -hmm. I see if I can do six Stellas in 10 minutes. I think you should. 
Okay. We have a we have, I, I have a mini little uh, pub crawl or bar crawl. You should come with. Bruce. We're not even invited on this. It's brand new. Okay. It's brand new. All right. I was but like, I, I'm not. I'm I not was going to tell you today. I was okay, going to tell right. you today. Okay. You're going to enjoy. I'm it. in town. I'm in town. You're going to enjoy it and think of the stories that we'll have when one of us inevitably gets in trouble. Not necessarily me or you, or Brooks, but one of our buddies. You know, someone's going to do something bad. Yeah, I'm glad that St. Patrick's Day is on a Sunday. It really. Yeah, we're doing it on Saturday though. Oh, so Sunday oh off, God, man. Even worse, dude. Yeah. I was gonna say this Sunday is like putting a governor on it. And I'll give you a sneak peek. We're starting with my ties. Oh. Story number two: Angry Taco Bell customer storms behind counter to make his own Mexican pizza. I saw this, and I respect. It. <laughs> I do too. It's a power move. It is. It is a perfect power move. Police were called to a Taco Bell in Spartanburg, South Carolina last week when a customer stormed behind the counter to make his own food after complaining about a lack of meat. Oh, that's great. There ain't enough meat on this. That is the perfect like fucking uh, like small towny like like podunk motherfucker. Yeah, that's great. Ain't enough meat on this. Yeah, no. And if you're if you I would be mad. And if you have that guy, if you've had enough with this Taco Bell. Amazing. Uh According to the police report, the unidentified customer had gone through the drive-thru and ordered a Mexican pizza. Police were called to Taco Bell in Spartanburg last week when a customer stormed. He's pissed off about the meat. Sometimes they drag these out a little bit, and I should do better better editing. They do. Um, It's okay, man. So the employees allegedly repeatedly demanded that the suspect leave, but the suspect refused and used foul language at the Taco Bell workers. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he wasn't censoring himself. Uh, You bunch of effing jerks. Yeah. The customer did not follow... Uh, health or safety guidelines while he was making his meal and did not wear gloves, the employees also stated. Do you think a guy who's storming your Taco Bell is going to stop to wash his hands and put on some rubber gloves? Why is that even a statement made by the fucking employees? Once the man finished preparing his food, he reportedly left the premises without further incident. And I'll tell you what, this tells you everything about this guy, Brooks, and you'll like this. Yeah. He was driving a newer model Dodge Challenger. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so he peeled out in like a dope muscle car. He's a, he is upper middle class. <laughs> Maybe. For Spartanville? Yeah, but I mean. rich. For there. That's but what I mean. Sometimes people... Um, Buy a car buy that they can't outs- afford. Outside of their, yes. I know lots of dudes who are like work rinky dink jobs and don't have the cash for it, but have some fucking badass car in Michigan. I'm like, dude, this costs more than your house rental. My brother bought a $17,000 Harley. Your brother's like very cool. <laughs> I was like, dude, you don't have a job. <laughs> That's like, exactly what's yeah, going on. Yeah, you got on. some shark loan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're just get two Mexican pizzas if they don't have enough meat on them yeah, for yeah. you, Dodge Challenger. Yeah. Well, my, brother, my brother had that, didn't have that motorcycle very long. Well, of course not. Yeah, he had, he had, he had no, anytime, anytime anyone needs money, the motorcycle is the first to go. Like a divorced dad, the first thing he buys is a motorcycle, and then the first time, yeah. thing he has to sell to, for child support payments is the motorcycle yep. as well. Yep. Hot tub sex at Kalahari Resort ends in chase and arrest. Whoa. Kalahari Resort is a family resort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are like chain resorts it's like the great wolf lodge yeah it doesn't sound like it's like an indoor water park i looked it up it looked very chill and kind of fun it's so fun it doesn't look like fucking in the hot tub it's like sandals it's like where my brother would go with his three children (laughs) who are like four seven and nine and they would have like the best time ever and my brother would have the best time ever it's not to fuck in a hot tub 
Well, I'm proud to say it's a it's from there. It's a couple from the great state of Michigan. Alleged sex in a hot tub resulted in an unhappy ending for a Michigan couple arrested for disorderly contract conduct near a water park while children played nearby. Yep. 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 This is all adds up, man. I know the Kalahari. Yeah, you were spot on, man. You were fucking spot on. Well, they have them in like the Dells. Yeah, for sure. Camden Mack, 25, of Ann Arbor, and Tyler Coates of Hudson were charged in Erie County, Ohio, with persistent disorderly conduct and criminal trespassing. The couple, the trouble started at 8.15 p.m. That's like you're fucked up with your girl at like 2.30 and no one's around. Maybe, maybe you, you, you hide the slums. Yeah, but, uh, this is crazy. Yeah, 8.15, 8.15 is like right after dinner time where the kids are like, let's go for one more swim. Yeah, Daddy. They're, they're trying to get it in. This is nuts. They're trying, the kids are trying to get it in and the couple trying to get it in. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know what? I just realized, Burns. So I finally just now at this moment, like feel i'm back to like i feel like how i normally feel in the morning the switch came back on. and I, it's because here's why i think you have so much trouble waking up you smoke weed at like three in the morning this stuff stays with you yeah probably you gotta stop like i ate too much weed i feel great now uh-huh. but like this morning was t- i like get up at eight and i like i slept till 10 it was bad i've been pretty cut down i've been down i'm, I'm just like on, I'm just on a weekday i'm taking like a five milligram blueberry and, and, and drinking a glass of wine that's about it I'm especially this time change man i get so fucking sleepy i have I to go to bed i love this time I go, change. i go to bed so fast i'm just i'm just saying that i feel great right now and i'm and i'm attributed to weed yeah don't overdo the weed if you don't want to be a dumb dumb the next day yeah like now i'm excited it's like i was like nervous about doing this podcast i'm so, like what nah okay. you'd be good let's go you know i got this daddy so the so they get the phone call like the cops get the call at like 8 15 um uh when the deputies arrived security advised them that mr mack and ms Coates had been caught having sexual intercourse in the hot tub near the water park area when confronted by a lifeguard mr mack became irate and tried to strike the lifeguard whoa so wait i'm he, trying to get my dick in cock blocker how, how old are these people how old are these people 25 and 22 chicks Ugh. 22 dudes 25 Oh no! Uh huh. Yeah, and they uh, they got they got that look, man. You'll see. Security walked to the deputies where the individuals were, and the deputy observed Mr. Mac aggressively pointing and yelling at the security officer. And big surprise, the deputy asked what happened and reported that he could smell alcohol. All these articles are always like, yeah, definitely smell booze. <laughs> no shit. No Dude. fucking shit, man. Dude, I'm like, also, what? The, like, I've gone to Hawaii with like. A, a girlfriend and where we like you know hop resort fences and like make out in the hot tub yeah you're not boning in the hot tub no and guess what when we like hop don't be resort, floating your goop around in we, the fucking water we also water. hopped a fence and like got into like the nicest resort in like maui and then when the dudes come over to be like hey what's up we fucking scoot yeah i don't bye. get in any faces <laughs> no you don't get in faces i go i go oh i didn't know and you leave at first, Mr. Mack was cooperative, the sheriff said. He said he didn't know why the deputies were there or why he was being asked to leave. He claimed he spent thousands of dollars to be at Kalahari. Oh, my gosh. I wa- okay, which one is it? Let's. Uh, while you're doing this, I'm going to look up how much a night it is at Kalahari. Which, That's just a, it's in where in uh, Ohio? Um, I, I, I forget. I forget. No, the, it's uh, Huron Township, Ohio, near Sandusky. Okay. All right. Keep going. Sorry. Sigworth said the deputy warned Mac he'd be arrested if he didn't calm down. He became defensive and denied what he was being de- accused of. Um, as the deputies were trying to speak, uh, the chick started interrupting the conversation. 
Eventually, the couple agreed to leave. He said they went back toward the hot tub to retrieve their belongings, and then he said they bolted. Yes, of course. <laughs> the Get deputies the were advised that both of them ran. They placed Mr. Mack under arrest, and he began screaming and demanding to know why he was being arrested. He refused to walk <laughs> and had to be escorted by the deputies to the patrol car. He did that drag the feet thing, which is always funny. Right. Oh, <laughs> he did the limp. Ah, he went limp. That's so funny. He went. He went ragdoll. Uh, drag the feet is a power move. So then they're going to get him into the Didn't car. Didn't the lady do that the other day who fought yes. somebody on the plane? Oh yes, yes she did. Um, uh, he did not give up e easily, uh, the cop said. He placed his foot against the car door and oh, tried to push off the side of the car. Late. This is cops TV show shit. Yeah. He was advised if he didn't stop re resisting, he'd be tased. <laughs> they finally got him in the cruiser and he continued resisting. The safety lock on the door was not engaged and he was able to get out and start running with his hands cuffed. <laughs> He ran to a new, oh nearby parking lot and fell down. And you see in the picture, he's fucked up. I, or maybe he didn't fall down. A deputy grabbed him sure. and held him on the ground until a second deputy arrived. Mr. Mack was taken back to the cruiser and taken to jail. He still hadn't calmed down. After we got him to the jail, he had to be placed in a restraining chair because of his belligerent behavior. He's like Hannibal Lecter to a fucking chair. My, my brother's friend one time woke up. He blacked out and he woke up handcuffed to a chair with a pillowcase over his head. <laughs> and, and that's because they said he kept spitting at all the cops. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. What is he, Tupac? <laughs> I don't know. But he's like, they handcuffed him. First of all, this is all. Spitting at cops. Well, when, Kyle, when Tupac is spitting on people with the, with the Red Wings jersey, the red bandana on, it always reminds me of anyone spitting at a cop. Dude, he, yeah. Uh. So. He don't tried, do that. Don't spit a cop. He took They're off his he best. took off his jumpsuit, tried to flush it, and then so then <laughs> so, so that's what he did for first. What? This is my brother's best friend. He doesn't. That's not going to go down he, the toilet. He, he doesn't remember any of this. Not get and, rid of this. And uh, he's a really nice guy. Just you know, one too many one day. And, and sometimes uh, people have so they're then, having a bad week. So you the don't cops know come in to try lives. to stop him from flushing it. He tries to escape. So they tie him to the chair. So he's spitting at him and, and screaming at him. And they go, "Oh, we've had enough of this guy." Pillowcase over the head. And then he comes to <laughs> like he's being like he's at Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, it was in Iowa City. Oh man, I remember hearing that story. Guantanamo, Iowa Bay. Yeah. Guantanamo City. All right, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, it's all this right. This is crazy. That's the end, man. They got I, they got I released at, from on bond. I looked it up. If you got a, if you get a suite there, five hundred nineteen bucks. It is expensive. Yeah. So if he bought like two three nights, yeah. Let's say they had four nights. That's 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 thousands of dollars. It is. It absolutely is. Uh, I was wrong. I don't know why. I thought it would be less. It just. But at well, the now same, I got to reconsider, man. Let the guy get his dick wet. Come on, dog. But at the same time, <laughs> you got if you kids got to know where they came from. If you got a sweet, you have probably. How do you think a, you got here, children? You got a nice hot tub situation going I know, on. You really, there. they really blew it. They must have had too many mai tais for breakfast. <laughs> I forget where I, I, I was recently. This is what's going to happen next. Uh, I got a hot tub now. This is what's going to happen to me next Saturday on oh, St. Yeah. Patrick's no after kidding. the St. Patrick's crawl. I did a show. Brooks, I got to move back in. I got caught fucking in my hot tub. My my shows in St. Louis, I stayed in a, like a hotel, like a, you know, a 90s hotel. It was like not, not that it's weird or anything. It was just like the in my room, I'm staying by myself, was a heart-shaped hot tub oh, yeah, next I had one of to those the bed. Time. Next to the bed. Yes. Though. Like I don't want to sleep. I'm here to do shows. I'm not. I'm not set 
doing the getting in this fucking gross hot tub that is yeah. just hotel sex, and I'm sleeping like a foot from it. It was I was like everything I don't is mildew. <laughs> everything is mildew. Everything's wet. You don't need a hot tub in your bedroom. Hot tubs in hotel rooms are so fucking disgusting. Unless it's in like a different room that but has no carpet. The, the, the carpet is never dry. No. <laughs> the carpet smells like a YMC lock, YMCA locker room. Yeah. Just like that wet dog Ugh. smell. Ugh. Oh, boy. Oh, you didn't tell me about that. Box. Oh, boy. You, you, said, gotta, you didn't send me a picture of the heart-shaped hot tub? I forgot. Uh, listen to Entry Level this week. I'll tell the story about how um, this guy was at a YMCA or whatever, and they had separate showers uh-huh. for, like, a whole family to go in. So you didn't, you know, in case you, you, you know, so not everybody's dicks everywhere. Right. And they said One huge, drain, though. They said there was a huge crash, and uh, they a guy had... They had a drop ceiling in there. Yeah. And that's where a dude and his mistress had been trading letters <laughs> up in the strap thing. So then he collapsed, pulled all the ceiling down. All of these love letters come pouring out. So then they had to kick him out of the what YMCA. The fuck? And his wife found out. It's great. Oh, God. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely check that out. Customers and staff fight at Red Lobster. Why? Great Taco Bell story and a great Red Lobster why story. Why are you this, fighting at? Why are you fighting at the happiest place in well, the world? I, I love this because it's from a. It's it's been it was sent in by a listener. It's from Daddy Todd. Daddy Todd hooked it up. Daddy Todd. And this is from this is from his area. From Daddy Todd. This Red Lobster is in a really nice suburb of Cleveland. Like everybody is rich in that zip code. See, not upper class. They're all fucking rich. Yeah. No way to work. Yeah. If you're rich, be rich, man. I used to like I. I used to go to Palm Springs with my with my ex, and we would go to Red Lobster, and it, I, I, there's no happier place. Well, me. this is not necessarily the nice Red Lobster. My wife and I have been there to eat a few times, and I always told her something's off here. <laughs> <laughs> like this is like a trash satellite in the middle of Millionaires Row. We got, we got a real Golden Corral vibe going on. Yeah, no, I love a Golden. Corral. So this story, keep on keeping on, Daddy, loving the pot. Thank you, Daddy Todd. Orange Village, Ohio. Surveillance cameras were recording as a dispute between a customer and a waitress at the Red Lobster in Orange Village escalated into a brawl. And there's video of this. I'm not playing the video uh, because it's whatever website it's on. It's shitty. Um, But uh, you can look it up. Police say they identified 52-year-old Darlene Brown of Cleveland as the one responsible for the fight Sunday night based on witness statements in the video. There's like 20 people fighting in the dining room at Red Lobster. Is it is it physical? Like punching or verbal? <laughs> like like punching is this, physical? This a is caller the, told nine one one. I'm doing the nine one one guy yeah. and the and the it kind of the and the guy calling. There's like twenty people fighting. Twenty. It, it is. It's a brawl. <laughs> it's a fucking brawl at Red Lobster. What is this? It is wild. What? So uh, what is her name? Darlene Brown. So um. Darlene Brown was unhappy with the food and service and confronted the waitress, according to the police. The manager asked the woman and her family, she's living with her family, to leave, but the argument escalated and another waitress tried to intervene. One employee said Brown slapped her on the shoulder and then she retaliated by slapping her across the face. <laughs> the melee exploded when Brown and her family went after the waitress. Oh my God. So the customer pushes her shoulder. She like does a slap on, on the shoulder. Hits, like cranks and then, up and then the, the waitress just boom. 
just she escalates Open it straight to you getting slapped in the face, bitch. Yeah, at work to a customer. I mean, you just walk <laughs> away from that, man. Dude, oh my gosh. And this is Cleveland, so we're getting some sass we're getting in those. Cl- we're, getting- we're, we're getting some sassy Red Lobster waitresses. Sure. Some, yeah. some ones that will slap you in the fucking face. Right. Absolutely. One employee said, uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay, we already did that line. Uh, The angry customers can be heard on video challenging employees to come out of the kitchen and fight. They're calling other people out. That's right. Don't hide behind no damn kitchen. You all have the wrong table tonight. (laughs) That's a fucking... That's a power lead. You got the you just slapped the wrong table, motherfucker. Here this, comes. This is crazy. Come out. <laughs> this should be a my episode. It happened this right in entry level job. Right in front of a police officer in uniform who was providing security at the restaurant while off duty. So he, he, a cop is there working security because obviously oh, some bad shit goes down at this red lobster. Fuck is this red lobster? <laughs> Where's it at? The video is fucking insane, it's man. In Cleveland? It's in Cleveland. It's outside Cleveland. It's uh, Orange Village, Ohio, which I'm assuming is like what he calls Millionaire's Row. Why? Why would you have? You, I know. I'm. You, I'm questioning any red lobster that has like an off-duty cop working security at it. That might not be the Red Lobster for you. Maybe um, go down the road. Maybe hit a Chili's, hit a Bee's or something. Maybe just a Long John Silver's if you want some seafood. Yeah. Moving on. Bus driver flips off students, tells kids to go fuck themselves before abandoning school bus at gas station. <laughs> This is a super power move. Say that again. I was looking at where Orange was. Please, one more time for me. Bus driver flips off students, (laughs) tells kids to go fuck yourselves before abandoning school bus at a gas station. This is like, this is is some Chris Farley, Billy Madison shit. Eating all their lunches? Who would Mm -hmm. eat 30 bag of lunches? (laughs) A Pennsylvania school bus driver is facing a slew of charges after she allegedly drove the vehicle erratically. woman? (laughs) Yeah, it is. And flipped off students while telling them to go fuck them. Fuck yourselves. Uh, Last week, Lori Ann Mankos was driving middle and high school students home when some of the students noticed that the driver wasn't following her usual route and she appeared to be agitated. (laughs) She went rogue with kids. This is a quote. She went rogue with kids in the bus. Yes, it's filled with kids. This is is a quote from (laughs) one of the kids. The major thing on the ride that threw everyone off was there with a right-hand turn, and when she took it, she was going far too fast. (laughs) Student Mason Persiani told WFMZ News, she ended up being halfway into the opposing lane of traffic, Persiani said. That was probably the scariest part of the ride. And at the point my heart was racing, I was pretty nervous. The news station obtained video, video footage of students on the bus. Uh, Call the stool. This isn't even funny. A female student said in the video, pull over. Persiani told WFMC News that the student, re- the-, the driver refused to pull the bus over. What did that one girl say? Stop. Pull over. This isn't even funny. This isn't even funny. She told us to go fuck yourselves, Persiani claimed. And then flipped us off. You know, stuck her hand in the air and flipped us off. The bus driver is then heard in the video asking the students if they wanted her to stop the bus. Do you want if I just pulled over and called everybody's parents to pick them up? The driver asked. Yes. The students replied. 
<laughs> the driver eventually parked at a Sunoco gas station, handed the keys to a gas station employee, and walked away from the scene. She's char- She's 44 years old and charged with child endangerment, driving under the influence, and careless and reckless driving. She just rolled up there, dropped it in park, pulled the keys out, walked up to an employee, and it's just like, I'm out! That, I'm out, bitch! The, funny, the funniest <laughs> thing ever, too, is the one girl going, this isn't even funny. Like, somebody being like, hey, 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 this isn't funny. <laughs> it probably started out funny. Yeah, you're probably like, ha, ha, ha. And then, like, the one... Going against traffic. The one age, like, <laughs> if you're in fourth grade, you're like, this is nuts. But then if you're in eighth grade, you're like, well, I don't know if this is fun. <laughs> and the school bus driving erratically is is comical. Like, oh, my The gosh. visual of that is... I just love. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> that's. But that's she is she is charged with driving under the influence. So, so she's hammered. She, she was hammered. <laughs> she's drunk driving a school bus. That's so that's so wrong on so oh. many levels. So many fucking levels. Wow. If you were a parent, you would be irate. You would just be irate. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a friend. <gasps> Uh, that's a job you should get drug tested for. Like absolutely, you absolutely should be drug tested. Um, so a uh, close friend, uh, well, I can every. It's fine. Nick Turner's brother works for the Department of Defense, uh-huh. uh, and he was out here visiting Nick. And I was like, "Do you get drug tested?" And he he was like, "Yeah, like fucking all the time, like randomly, random Tuesday, like randomly every day. You walk in, you could just be like, you get hey, drug Danny, tested. you got a piss.' Yeah, okay. I was just like, oh my gosh, yeah, because Nick was like, it's such a bummer. He's out here and he can't even have like a weed gummy, right? Because he's visiting we, California. It's still account, illegal. On it's federally illegal of, uh, for him. He's in the depart. He's in the defense department. It's crazy. So he like he works like in the government. Really, it's nuts. I was listening to the stories from him. It was very cool. That's bonkers. Either way, just talking about drug testing. Some jobs, I'm with, I'm for it. Yeah, we, we've got it. We've jobs. got into how I got out of a drug test at Kessel's grocery store. Who uh, smoked weed the day before? They yeah. took a hair sample, and I just had to sweat it until I knew I was cleared. I used to have a joke about you can't you can't. Uh, it's weird to take a drug test. If you take a drug test, they don't call you if you pass. They only call if you fail. So uh, yes. So it's yes. weird. You just are like, do I go? Mm-hmm. So, but it's a weird question to be like, um, did you guys get my test results back? Yeah, I just knew because other people had worked there and I knew how long. So yeah. they're like, it's oh, it's always two weeks. And then because people had been busted. And yeah. then I, after like three weeks, I was like, all right. Uh, yeah, cool. but, totally but cool. in your head, you want to call and be like, did you guys get the results in? Because <laughs> I'm sweating bullets over here. All right. All right. We got, we got two great, great P-mails we got to get to. Time for the P-mail. My, uh, still loving the cast and wanted to share a story. My high school buddies and I have been going to the Lake of the Ozarks every summer for a guy's weekend for the past 20 plus years. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. That's where... Um, You're hanging out with your same boys for 20 plus years, going on a vacation? That's I, that sounds thing. great. Um, Lake of the Ozarks are, li- are where my mom is from and where Gabrielle grew up. Yeah, yeah. That's why, that's why I it's like It's like south you. central Missouri. There's usually only the same six to eight guys that go every year. Here's, wait, can I say my one big, my one beef with Lake of the Ozarks? Yes. Never got to go. No, that's a Because my grandparents lived on the farm there. They, they like, you know, when you go, you visit, you work on the farm. Right. And then there's cars that drive past that drive past. Like, <laughs> Woo! like literally, yes, yes. They're like that. And they're like fucking Creepy! kids going to have fun and drink on the lake. Hanging I'm like, outside that sounds windows. awesome. <laughs> yeah, there's boats. That's your favorite thing, bro. We had like a, there's like a, one of our aunts, not like. Not one of my like immediate aunts, but like a relative, like my grandma's sister or something. I don't know. Like sold beads, had a bead store there. Uh-huh. You know, where for girls like show their boobs or something. They're like freaking 
Tracy with her bead store. I'm like, can we go to Tracy's bead store? <laughs> oh it sounds God. awesome. Please, God. It sounds like Tracy's the only one who knows what the fuck's going on. This sounds great. Where you live 20 miles from what appears to be awesome, and you're like, that's where you go to drink. Yeah, yeah. that sounds so fun. <laughs> of course, I've never been. There's usually only the same six to eight guys that go, but my buddy got a sweet new boat 10 years ago, and the group swelled to about 15 for the maiden voyage. Usuals went down Thursday night like we always do and took the boat out to the small cove Friday, and my buddy kept stressing that it was a new boat and the toilet wasn't functional yet, so do not piss or shit in it. The rest of the crew showed up on Saturday morning. We all headed out to Party Cove. Is that where you wanted to go, Brooks? Yes, Party no, Cove? it's called Party Cove. <laughs> it's literally called Party Cove. <laughs> These guys got to do it upright, right? Uh, 20 miles from it. I'll turn it into Jerry Seinfeld. He says, which I'm was, stuck bailing hay. He said it was still a pretty wild place at the time. Buddy stressed over and over again that nobody is to piss and shit in the toilet. We're about halfway into the 20-minute boat ride, and my stomach started brewing a serious pot of butt brew. We drank till the sun came out Thursday and Friday and an extra rich breakfast that morning to get us going, and his stomach became volcanic. We got to the cove and tied up the line, so I dove off and swam about 100 yards away to do my business. He's going to go shit in the water. Yeah, Bert Kreischer, I did his podcast. He talks about how this is how you shit. I had to get out of a canoe on a canoe trip and go under a bridge and just and shit once. It was fucking awful. Said so you just shit in the in the. Bert Kreischer talks about how he took a shit in an ocean one time. In the ocean one time, I did his, his podcast. Yeah. And then uh, family, like he wasn't looking, and then literally they were just like next to him. So well, this is just gonna, his shit started floating towards him. This is gonna happen. Oh, before I could shit, a pontoon boat full of chicks on a bachelorette party pulled up and started to cat call me, cat calling me. So I aborted mission and chatted them up. Oh my god! Since it was amazing. Well, you've got to poop. Like, hey guys, pontoon boats rule so hard. What if a deck? Floated. It's so fun. <laughs> Since it was a no-wake zone and I was a random guy in the water, the, the driver became cautious and took forever to get by me. By that point, my poop window closed and I just swam back to the boat and kept on partying. We hung out till the sun went down, packed to leave. My buddy's boat seats about 10, but since we're all hammered, we all stood and were acting like drunk assholes as we pulled out. You got to. You got to be having a good time. No, you can't. No, 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 no. You get. Don't drink and drive a boat. It it drives itself. No, it doesn't. I've seen boat wrecks. I I grew up on the Mississippi. It's fucking. It's like worse than a car because you don't think you can get hurt, sure. but you can get real Well, hurt. yeah, it's a pontoon. If you, oh, this a, is a pontoon? No, this is not a pontoon, oh, okay. but if it's a pontoon. Have you ever seen that one video? Pontoons are just floating. Have you ever seen that one video where they're going really fast and uh-huh. like every, and then it just like hits that wave? Oh, yeah. Hits it and then the driver knocks, gets knocked out? Yeah. It's fucking It's fucking crazy. wild. Yeah, that was a favorite there's, on, on There's Burdick. like literally nothing cool about driving a car too fast <laughs> or a boat too fast. You're just scaring people. The you can drive a jet know. ski as fast. As fast as you want, though. Nobody can get hurt on a jet ski, and that's a fact. <laughs> I'm guessing you can. Okay, this is a... Me- All right. My two acting- friends uh, wrecked... They played chicken on jet skis in Mexico one time, uh-huh. and uh, they just drove into each other and had to buy the jet skis. They're fucking idiots. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, and they hurt their arms really bad. Until so they're acting like assholes, Water Patrol pulls up, and uh, they, they get flagged down. If you've ever been pulled over by a, yeah, by a water DUI. patrol, it fucking sucks, man. Because everyone's throwing on life vests. Like, you've got to have a life vest on. 
They're, they're losing their minds. A wave of panic flowed over the boat as we hid all our weed and tried to clean up as many stray beer cans as we could. Unfortunately, that bit of anxiety triggered in my stomach, and I had to shit immediately. <laughs> I wasn't about to jump out of a big moving boat with water patrol closing in, so I bit the bullet and discreetly made my way to the galley to annihilate a dry, non-functional toilet with a horrifying amount of diarrhea. Oh, Boy. Since the toilet wasn't working yet, there's no toilet paper, uh, no nothing you can use for a substitute. And the cops are upstairs. Cops are upstairs. So I pulled my wet trunks up and figured I'd deal with it when we got back home. No! I got back up to the deck right as Water Patrol tied up with us and the officer asked my buddy to produce enough life jackets for everybody on board. The second the words left my buddy's mouth, I remembered they were in the bathroom. So I stepped in front of the already, my already distressed friend and said, I have to warn you. <laughs> I just shit in there. <laughs> and he, capital F-L-I-P-P-E-D, flipped out on me. He then opened the door and was met with the smell of a rotting corpse and the visual of what I had done. Oh, no. He absolutely flew off the handle. Yes, this, is, this story, I feel bad for interrupting it ever. I was convinced he was going to fight me right there on the spot. He continued to scream at me while he threw all the jackets up on the deck while the officer saw he had enough. He said, well, it looks like you've got your hands full, so I'm going to let you go with a warning. You know what? Maybe your power shit got this guy off of a DUI. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to deal with this. Yeah, Obviously, oh, these guys have their Smells own problems. Smells terrible on this boat. I don't, I'm not going to fucking breathalyze <laughs> this guy. When we got back, I was tasked with cleaning up my mess. I used an entire roll of paper towels and a whole bottle of 409. I only puked once, <laughs> but it could have been constant. Oh, gosh. Wow. I then took an aggressive shower and joined the guys on the dock who were there making fun of me relentlessly. My buddy jokingly thanked me because my shit got him out of a DUI. Yes, it did. And in that instance, the whole tone shifted and went from being the butt of the joke to the quasi hero hero of the story. To this day, the story gets brought up every guy's weekend as the years go by. Love the show. Keep up the good work. What a great story, man. Yeah. I mean, I like, yeah, this, oof, what a delight. Yeah, don't drink and drive a boat excessively, but hey, man, I'm glad you, I'm glad you got out of it. I remember, maybe you learned, maybe you learned, never drunk, drunk maybe uh, never drunk and drink, drank well, and drive. Well, you know what, I will say, the one, my, this girl I was really into, her dad got a DUI driving a boat one time. Yeah. And, which meant he didn't come home on the 4th of July, which meant I got some smooching in. So, uh -huh. you know what, if you're going to drink and drive, hey, be, my, be this hey, man. babe's dad. Uh, we always had boats around when I was a kid, and i uh, tell you what. In the early 80s, there is no such thing as uh, not drinking beer. and Your, your beer is just out. Yeah. Like no, one, no one cared. We used then. to take... The, cop, the, the water patrol would come up. They don't care if you have a Budweiser. No, no, no. no. In 1982. No, no. While we you're perch to, fishing. We used to take boats. We used to do some real Huck Finn shit. We would take like uh, my buddy Chad's... Um, fishing boat you know just like a little motor boat yeah and we would we would go out onto an island on the mississippi then hide the boat and then just drink on the island all night yeah uh, that makes sense it was a place where we could like go drink beer without parents around right and then we'd have to hide from barges when they'd come by because they have that like eye of sauron that looks it was dope as fuck mississippi river is fun oh for sure any river is fucking fun but man. the mississippi <laughs> when iowa before you got yeah. the fucking scum water from illinois joining oh. up in st louis well, above st louis you, you can like swim in it a little bit a little bit second on michigan rivers we would go and uh we would we would uh ice fish but um 
that's about it. You ain't going in that water. Yeah, no, if you like your dick's gonna fall off. We'd or like something. Yeah, we would like tube and jet ski and the Mississippi and shit. But like if you like got it in your mouth, you're like I got one more P mail. Uh, and I love the title of this. It, it Hail J Jealousy. Hail Jealousy. This is a this is fun. J jealous of jail? No, no, it's a this is a uh, it's a gin blossom story, Brooks. Oh, great. Sup, Mike and B dubs. Big fan of the cast and a daddy from way back. Met both of you guys on the Dad Boner tour in DC, where we shot the shit over some tasty gator pains. Uh, not sure if this anecdote qualifies as a power move or not. If it's more of a reason to look into anger management classes, but you can be the judge. This is an aggressive story. I, I will warn you, but uh, the way it turns out, I, I can assure you is just back in May, 2012, the Memorial day festival in my hometown of Roanoke. Is that how you sound? Roanoke? Roanoke. That? Roanoke. Thank you, Brooks. Virginia was graced with nineties alt rock band. That was gin blossoms. Roanoke was the first um, settlement in the United States. Oh, well, you uh, read all those books, Brooks. Yeah, well, well, then also, but then here's what happened: Roanoke's the first settlement. It, it's like before Jamestown. Um, it's in like 16, 1607 or some shit. They drop off these people, then they go back to get more people. This is during the Spanish Armada, so that when they go back to the ships that are supposed to come back to help the people at Roanoke, well, it wasn't Roanoke; it was an island, and they carved Roanoke into a tree. They needed the ships, so then they st they leave these people for like three years mm -hmm. in the New World, and then they come back. Everyone's gone from the settlement. They just have Roanoke carved into the tree. So then they think maybe they're on Roanoke Island. Either way, it was a fun <laughs> little thing. It was the first attempted settlement in America. Brooks says coffee has kicked in. No, it's just like the stuff I like talking about. <laughs> All right. Where the fuck was I? Jesus I know he, you got to Roanoke. Jesus Christ. Roanoke air anger management. I did just drink a whole fucking French press of yes, coffee. We can all tell. My... my the back in May 2012, the Memorial Day Festival in my hometown of Roanoke, Virginia, was graced with 90s alt-rock band Gin Blossoms. My pals and I decided it'd be comical to get blackout drunk off gin and rage out to some cheeseball tunes at this family-friendly event because ticks were cheap and we had nothing better to do. That adds up. Yeah, that sounds fun We got to hell. the parking garage that night and proceeded to hit the trunk liquor hard. In this case, two-fifths of the finest Seagram's gin we could get our hands on. Oh we were properly God. loose and oh, conversational, to say the least. One might even say we overdid it. <laughs> the concert commenced, and we immediately ran to the front where we were the most enthusiastic of the concert goers <laughs> by far. <laughs> oh, this is so funny. I Because I, I know exactly this. Like, you guys aren't going to get down? Well, fuck you. We're fucking getting down. I'm not going to let your bad We're vibes. here to enjoy yeah. this band. I'm not letting your vibes rub off on me. I'm fucking rocking. We're not going to fucking sway around to this. We're going to fucking no, jam. It's the gin blossoms at a county fair. Nobody's dancing. Everyone's sitting on blankets, and these guys are like, yeah. <laughs> My buddy, we'll call him. Noah even tossed a now empty bottle of gin on stage as a, a sign of our appreciation. Yeah, bands love it when you throw <laughs> bottles of alcohol. <laughs> Much to the dismay of guitarist Scotty Johnson, who was visibly disappointed with the gift. <laughs> yeah, you threw a bottle at him. I just went like, hey, gin blossoms, we're, we're down. No. It was rocking, you guys. Bodies were moving and the space was pretty cramped as is normal in the standing room of a rock concert. However, some intelligent parent had let their five-year-old child stand front row, who was now smashed up against the stage barrier like a goddamn panini. 
A nearby man noticed the panini child and did what any overreacting asshole would do and started shoving everyone around him indiscriminately. Even more not chill. <laughs> the panini child. Just like some guy's like, get out of the way! Yeah. Get out of the way! Oh, this is so funny. My buddy Noah stepped in and diffused the situation by telling the guy something along the lines of, chill the fuck out, man. <laughs> The guy abided, and again, all was chill. That is, until the Seagrams convinced me it'd be a real power move to reach over and forcefully bitch slap this guy to teach him a lesson. (laughs) (laughs) So I did just that. Gasps were heard. (laughs) So he... His friend diffuses it, and then he's just like, no, this isn't done yet. Then, for good measure, I ripped off his ball cap and discarded it into the crowd like I was Guy Fieri tossing lean cuisines. Oh. Kind of cool. That is a very fucking deep reference. Guy Fieri tossing lean cuisines to the Carl universe. Oh, okay. Surprisingly, the guy took offense to this <laughs> and retali- retaliated by shoving me so hard that I stumbled over. I jumped back up, jumped back up, ready to give him seconds, closed fist style this time. But before I, you could say, hey, jealousy, the strong arms of two of Roanoke City's finest had me pinned down and in zip tie handcuffs. <laughs> Dude, if you're getting zip tied in the front row at a Gin Blossoms concert. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my god, zip tied. That's I never want to be zip tied. Side note, want to know how badass it feels to be cuffed up with a live version of Follow You Down blaring in the background? <laughs> it's godlike. Anyway, the other guy got away, albeit without his cap, and I was rewarded with free accommodations at the city jail that night where I met some real respectable people and pissed my pants while sleeping. <laughs> He had to go before the judge with piss pants. Uh, somehow I managed to dodge a battery charge and ended up with a meal pu- mere public intox as well as a great story to tell as an ice- off icebreaker at the office mixer. Really looking forward to the weekend. Wayne, feel free to use my name, Daddy. I ain't got nothing to lose. <laughs> Wayne, you rule. That's crazy. I, so I have two quick like stories. One time, the first concert I ever went to, I'm a sophomore. My brother takes me to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They're Can playing- we save those for, for after dark, Brooks? Yeah, for sure. Because we're we're at we're we're there. Yeah, we're there. Say. We're there, and those are perfect for it. Okay, okay. Uh, we just have power grooves. I'm just going to talk about a Chili Peppers concert and a Leonard Skinner concert. Very yeah. different audiences. Yeah, and whatever else we want to babble about. If you're if you're if you're not a a, a, a supporter on the Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Power Moves with Mike Burns. <sighs> it's filled with all kinds of bullshit that you already heard here, but in a different way. Brooks. Power Grooves, what's up, man? What are you listening to? Oh, man, I've been listening to the songs of higher records on repeat. But you know what? To make up for the Jason Molina depression, because he sings like he's like you want to kill yourself, check yeah. out this bad boy. I got I got Neil Diamond live at the Troubadour. That's a beautiful-looking cassette, bro. Yeah, so I'm going to go with Brother Loves, uh, Sal- Brother Loves Traveling Salvation Show. I'm just going to kick it back old. I've been just listening to that, and it is so fun yeah and especially when the cassette and the artwork looks so cool it, yeah. it makes it sound better it says it says dollar on it oh yeah. it's great it's so fantastic. yeah so just that's what i've been listening to that's too. all right man that's all that's what power grooves are all about man whatever you're feeling 
Here's what I've been listening to. No, because- actually, you know what? KG Elephant's new song. Never mind. I actually got a good one. KG Elephant's brand new song. Gotta be cool. Gotta look cool in the room. <laughs> well, I realize like what I have actually been listening to. Uh, I really like it. It's a different vibe. It's KG Elephant's. God, I drank so much fucking coffee. <laughs> uh, KG Elephant has a brand new song called um, uh, House of Glass. It's weird. It's dope. Eh, check them out live. They're very good. Uh, I'm... I- like something that's cool I've been listening to is Sharon by David Bromberg off of Demon in Disguise, but that's not what I've really been listening to, Brooks. It's been so rainy and shitty here for so long, and after we've had this time change, like I've been up earlier and it's sunny and it's fun. I love it. So I've been listening to I Love LA. Like I'll go for a little walk and I'll put that's Randy fun. Newman's I, I Love LA that's on my fun. headphones and go walk and get a burrito. And it's just like, sun is shining, get a burrito. Get in the hot tub. That sounds great. Yeah. yeah. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel good. That's good. That sounds great. Man, All right. Man, I, the listeners heard me become not high throughout <laughs> this full episode. You, I was you, so went from, you went from mumbly, still stoned, to cranked. And yeah, you, you drained that whole French press. Yeah, I got into... I, that's, I, like a, that's like a fucking 32-ounce coffee you I, just drank. I Brooks. grind my own coffee. I, I buy I the full beans, beans, then I grind them. And I make a French press in the morning, usually with a smoothie. And it, it, I've been living healthy except for last night. That's so much fucking coffee, man. Yeah, I'm fucking rocked. Well, uh, I got to yeah. learn lines for an audition. Watch AP Bio. <laughs> yeah. When, what episode are you on? I'm not on for a while, but just watch it. It's a great show. Well, we got all those brand new t-shirts on Power Moves with MikeBurns.com. Go check those out. Uh, join us in the Patreon for the Carl uh, Power Moves book episodes chapter episodes and uh as well as the after dark and anything else uh we we have the whimsy to uh it's not even a i don't know if i use the word whimsy right now god i'm so off i'm so off now i'm thinking about all this coffee you drank brooks i'm getting a i'm getting a, a contact buzz from your fucking coffee no yeah man i am and like i still have a full cup and i'm like i shouldn't drink it but i'm gonna we'll see you in a bit really looking forward to the weekend you guys rock in a detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves.